You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. You guys, I am honored because today I've got two guests on and they are the cream of the crop. Celebrity stylists, like we're talking the real deal and I cannot wait for you to meet them. I am just meeting them myself for the first time and already we've had technical difficulties and both of them just have this sweet, genuine, patient spirit and i can only imagine if they're like this under this frustrating circumstance what they are like to be with to to work with how they are and when things are all going well so i'm i'm excited to introduce them to you today we've got our first person who i'll introduce to you she's worked on king richard with will smith the american gigolo reboot 13 reasons why Grey's anatomy jimmy kimball scary movie too you guys this is just a, a a bit of what they have done this is like not even going to cover all of the things and i am most excited that she has worked on black cinderella with brandy help me welcome carla farmer hi felicia thanks for having me oh carla i'm so so on fire for you and so excited to get to talk to you thank you for joining um okay and also on online today she's worked on sylvie's love norbit bad hair did you guys see that frightening movie dream girls the voice blackish her clientele list includes but is not limited to will smith martin lawrence the rock r.i.p kobe bryant dwayne raid the list truly does not end and both of these ladies uh are the co-hair, like the hair department heads for, have you guys heard of Coming to America? If you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you've watched it more than once, maybe even more than twice. Y'all, they worked on that, the hair in that movie, as well as on Dolomite. Please help me welcome, who I was just introducing, Stacy Morris! <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. 
I am so honored to get to talk to you, Stacy. Um, thank you for coming on, Carla. Stacy, how are we today? Where are we today? We're doing we're good. <laughs> Just trying we're to. Doing we're in gloomy to... California. Yeah. Did you say gloomy? <laughs> yeah, gloomy today. <laughs> really, really? It's like never gloomy there. Yeah. yeah. Gloomy. Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys, thank you for joining me. There's a couple things I'd like to ask you guys. I am just like, I, I didn't even get into all of the awards that you've been nominated for, but I, I feel like your work speaks for itself. Um, talking about coming to America, like one of the things that both of you guys are doing is creating these African hairstyles and bringing them in a place that is main at mainstream beauty. You feel that? Yeah. Where goals? <laughs> goals. Yeah. Where has this passion come from? Because everybody. Oh, I mean, I feel like I know. If you can do black hair, you can probably do everything. All hair. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And so, but how did you have a passion for that? for this, to style black people's hair on the big screen? Where did that come from to make I, I, hairstyles? This is um, Carla, well, they can see me. Um, <laughs> um, I think Stacy and I grew up similarly. Uh, we both had strong black mothers and we were both in a household that spoke upon black culture, raised us in black culture. I went to a black university. Um, we were surrounded by that. And um, it was very- Uh-oh, come back. Come back, Carla. Is it me? Are you guys there? Black. Hello? Are you oh, guys both there? Yeah. Okay, keep going. Um, it's important to me when I have the privilege to create hairstyles for Black people to be able to portray them in such a way that shows us um, with dignity. And for so long, I think that has been a miss. And there's so many times when we have seen things portrayed where we weren't behind the camera and we weren't in those trailers. And so Stacy and I both have that, where when we, when we have a project, we wanna honor the culture and we want to make sure that it's represented in a way in which people will be pleased and, um, and proud. Mm, I love that. Stacey? I mean, same thing. I mean, Speaking about coming to America, I'm, part of our mission was to show us in that light, you know, uh, our textured hair, for us to see ourselves on screen, for us to feel empowered and inspired and proud and brave enough to wear our natural textures and to normalize our textures on screen. That. Yeah, so that that's part of our mission. And I feel like we accomplished that in coming to America. You know, it's not a film about robbing and stealing and killing and gangsters. And, you know, it's it's regal. It. Yeah. Yes. Kings and queens, you know, and 
our hair is our crown and represents us. That is our unique identity. You know, my I come from a family that was always like, you need to wear your hair straight. It need to be slick. Like all the things like if if I grew up wearing my hair as it is right now, my my <laughs> mom would be like, what are you doing? And <laughs> she loved coming to America. Oh, my gosh. She made me bring my computer over five times so we could watch it on my Amazon. And when that girl comes out, the bride to be with and she looks freaking incredible Heffa. Bopoto. Honey, Taylor, yeah. she looks so good and she had that big natural hair fro stopper my mom was like she looks great I'm like oh does she now <laughs> because she's always told me to like I mean kind of like do something with my hair and yeah. when she saw her on this big block Buster movie with her hair like that, it seemed like it even changed her perspective. And we're black. Yeah, we've wow. always had that stigmatism. Me and Carla were just talking about the Crown Act, you know, like before we were so being discriminated against. Right. Um, I it and then doing that scene, it was a challenge because um, you know, we had to fight for certain looks because um, before we got there, I don't think they really knew what we were coming with. And um, I think they kind of thought we were gonna do what they did in the first movie. So they had started production, I think a month or two before we even got there. So they were on their own track. and. And when they called and finally asked, well, what do you, what is the budget for hair? And I told them and they're like, well, what are you trying to do? And I said, well, <laughs> the, you know, you have Ruth Carter as a costume designer. I can't just, you have to expect that this hair has to match that or, or rise above it or you know, it has to be just as spectacular what Ruth is giving us. We have to make sure the hair is going to give us that same opulence. That and that absolutely showed through. So when you guys were working on that, what were your actual roles? Was it the designing? Was it the styling? Was it the hands on? Was it the day to day? What did you guys do? Well, everything yeah. <laughs> from the prepping to making hair, to, you know, attaching hair, styling hair, maintenance and daily. I mean, Carla's work is out of this world. I mean, she literally alone, her separate from me, showed up with like, what, Carla, 50 cases of hair. We were shooting on location, so you don't know what your resources are going to be. You don't know if you're going to be able to get this, that, or the third, or this type of hair or accessories. And Carla literally over-prepared herself. Oh, I made, I made um, the Bopoto wig was made from, um, it was a girl that I knew in California, one of my protégés, and Anna, Annie, and um, she made that wig from hand for me. Um, the, the, wig that the son what was the son's name um Lavelle Lavelle no not that 
no, um, Rotimi's role. Rotimi's role. Yeah. That Itty, was Izzy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My friend and I, Paula Ashby, we we spent eighteen hours making that wig. We we did it at her home, and we we wrapped that hair on a wig, and we did that at her home in her garage. Like in was, her garage. Yes. Like there. I mean. I prep for this thing seriously. I had another girl, the one Leslie wore with the long braids, my girl Andrea. She she and I prepped that and made that wig, and um, and then I had abundance of hair that I bought prior so we could do um, Bella Murphy's hair, and all those hairstyles were just handmade and. Um, Sewn together pieces. I'm like trying to figure out how do I get on y'all's calendar because <laughs> I'm trying to be a black bride over here and I want to do some kind of. I'm like, how do I get somebody? I mean, I don't even think I. There's no. How could I even? You guys have got to be booked. Do you guys work on people like outside of the industry? Do you guys have your own like business or do you only do TV, film, those types of projects? Most of my work is uh, film and television related, but through the years, those artists that I work with, you know, they're my personal clients. Even when they're not working, I'm running around, you know, doing house calls. I literally walked in the door from Martin's house today, like, and jumped on this call. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> Anthony will be doing something, but he might have an event he's going to personal and needs me. I kind of cut out my regular you know, cutting in the shop type thing. And the pandemic helped me get out of it. I never knew how I would end that. Mm. But I just said, uh, you know, there's still people are, hey, are you going to cut again? I'm like, oh, you know, it's not safe. But I'm kind of over that. But yeah, I mean, that's what we do, film and television. And it takes up a lot of our time. It consumes us. And we actually have to consciously say, I'm taking time for myself and take little breaks and not take projects and things like that. Carla's a master at vacation. (laughs) Yeah, I love to vacation. And um, I cut out the personal clients years ago. Mm -hmm. I was a single mom raising two children and I worked 16, 18, 20 hours a day. So I gave up personal clients a long time ago. So um, um, I mainly do film and television only and then occasionally like for premieres and things like that i'll do a do someone if they want me to do it can i just like praise you guys for a second this black royalty that i am looking at right now you guys are freaking incredible and it's gotta be it's gotta feel so good i don't know like where you came from i don't know your families i don't know your upbringing but i i can see where you are today and i am honored i like looking at you guys just makes me so freaking proud to be black thank you That's gratifying to know. Thank you. Thank it's you. Inspiring. It's it was a journey like yourself. I came from a family that wanted me to be educated, and I went to Fisk University. And um I did not, I'm not a school person, you know what I'm saying? And so I was always a creative. 
And when I told my, my mom was a, she has her master's degree in social work. So when I told her I wanted to do hair, she was not happy. Right. Right. You know, she's like, what the heck? Yeah. But she is very proud of me. She said, not only did you do hair, you took it to the next level. So she's, she's very proud. Same here. My parents were the same way. You're going to do what? What? (laughs) Yeah. I actually made a deal with my parents. I um, wanted to be a veterinarian. And then after all my schooling in high school was to lead up to that, you know, zoo magnet programs and things like that. And I decided I'm not doing all that school. That's not me. I had another calling and I was accepted to Tuskegee. I was supposed to go there. And I said, you know what? I'm going to waste money. I'm going to waste time. And my parents made a deal with me. Go to a two-year college. Try it out. If you, if after that, you don't want to continue on, you got it. We won't give you any slack about it or continue on transfer. And I couldn't. I did those two years to finish it, to get out so I could start my life. Nice. And like Carla, my parents are so proud of me. I'm the one child who has never come back and asked for anything. I don't that, need help. Don't need, yeah. By the grace of God. Yeah. By the grace of God. Yeah. I want to ask you both. I want to ask you about bad hair and and black Cinderella. These are both two like black Cinderella. <laughs> Ooh, that one hits close, man. Like that is iconic. I want to know. Did you know when you were working on that that it was going to be an iconic film? Did you know, or did you were you just like you, you know during the time it seemed right? Like to me, it wasn't that big of a deal. It's like, oh, okay, that's so cool. There's a a, a Filipino prince and a black Cinderella, and the Whoopi was the. I it just seemed normal to me, especially growing up the way I did here in Pasadena and in Seattle. You know, that's kind of how I grew up. But looking back at it now, I'm like, you know what, that, it was incredible for the time. Like, it just seemed normal. And we, when we were working on it, it wasn't that big of a deal as it is now. It's like, we almost went backwards. But it was a big deal back then too. But I don't think it was like, I didn't know that everybody else felt the same way about it as I did. I would just watch Uh it over and over and over again. Right. And now we got streaming services. Right, but we didn't make it like this major big deal at the time. But when you look at it now, it was a huge deal. It was a huge deal. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I don't know if you can tell me this or not, but I'm going to ask anyway. Um, Brandy's micro braids, me and my sister, we spent hours and hours trying to get micro braids like Brandy. Is it a wig or are they micro braids? At that time, I wasn't braided. She had a braider at the time, and all her hair was braided. But Kim Kimball hooked me up on that job because Kim Kimball really started that project, and she replaced herself with me. Oh. So I always give Kim her just dues on that. And Kim was the first person I saw um, – Kim had, for the premiere of that, um, of Cinderella, Kim had braids on Wes. And she did yeah. these long braids on, on Brandy, but they were wefted and she did the nice. front. But I was like, oh my God, Kim nice. is so brilliant. She's That's so genius. brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, and what about you, Stacy? What was it like working on Bad Hair? Because that movie was like, um, <laughs> what? Uh, it was hilarious because I was kind of pulled into that movie. Um, by the hair? And by the hair department, by the hair, yeah, by the hair department. And I hadn't exactly like, it wasn't like my movie, so I hadn't read like the whole script. And so I came in to do my part, like Usher and Jay Farrow. And I was confused, like, what is this movie? <laughs> like, literally, like, imagine shooting it and you haven't read the script completely. Uh -huh. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, we're shooting there. what today? I'm just I've learning what we're shooting as the day goes on. And um, it was fun. I mean, I did Usher and we built those, you know, I built those uh <laughs> those 80s 90s 90s looks you know so it was fun and then much fun to watch it and see oh and make all the connections of oh that's why that was that you know <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. I can't even imagine from that angle and I know you have to get out of here soon um do we have a few more minutes yeah 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 okay. I'm good for about another 10 okay okay mm -hmm. um I want to know, do you guys do your own hair or do you go to your friends to do them for you? <laughs> you see I mean, we both is. do a patchback. <laughs> uh, okay, well, what, what if you're like going to some fancy, fancy smanty? Will you do it yourself? I, sometimes. I add, yeah. I mean, I'll just add an extension. <laughs> <laughs> an extension to the ponytail. I mean, I'll do my own hair. Sometimes, sometimes I wear my hair out. I'll do it. Most of the time I'll do my own hair, but yeah. I will treat myself if it's like a big event. Like, you know, if we make it to the Oscars, hint, hint, Come on. <laughs> I might hire someone to do my hair for a special event. But yeah, most of the time, I mean, I work. So, you know, this is like out the way we have to wear all this mask and all of this yeah. stuff and hair in the way so this is like work mode you know ponytail right. keep it, it moving. so healthy it looks so healthy. and we don't do nothing we let right. it rest you know and i wear my hair like yours too mm -hmm. you do yeah mm -hmm. i feel like the less i do the more it grows oh yeah. absolutely mm -hmm. i'm like is that right or is that in my yeah. hand <laughs> no that's no. true yeah and then also yeah. you mentioned something about oscars have you is there any news around that yeah we're shortlisted for coming to america we're so excited oh. and this is our second time being shortlisted we were shortlisted for together. dolomite as well together. for dolomite yeah, yeah. and both of yep. you guys in yeah. tandem <laughs> okay so for the for my audience who was like what does shortlisted mean can you clarify so break it for, down for coming to america there were 138 films that were submitted. And so they have preliminary uh, voting. And in the preliminary voting, they break down those 138 and they choose 10, it's 10, right, Carla? They choose 10 films. Uh -huh. And so those 10 films, that's what makes up the short list. And now there will be another round of voting on those 10 films to pick five. When you to get to those five films will be nominated, which will and make it used us, to be four, and now it's five. And it's five, yeah. And, and so you guys we'll are be, both shortlisted for coming to America, and this yes, is your second of, time. 
it's our second yeah. time together together in tandem mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who are you voting yeah. for everybody black Exactly. <laughs> who are you ready for everybody black <laughs> and I we're the only we're the only african-american themed movie or movie with african-americans primarily and I wanna, yeah and i want to i want to say because not a lot of people know this last year uh black team won for hair and makeup for ma rainey i was so elated it made me believe that it is actually possible because they were the first black people to ever be nominated for hair in that category and ever win in the whole history of the Academy, which is 94 years now, 93 years. That's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. And also but it gave amazing me hope. that it happened. It gave yes. me hope. <laughs> yeah. It gave me hope, but and not a lot of people know that. It sounds like it that can't be true. No, it's wow. true. Google it. <laughs> wow. And now you guys are the ones inspiring so many people. Oh, that Thank is so you. exciting. You guys, I'm so excited to talk to you today. Let me see here. Um, out of all the things that you've done, what's your most, what are you most proud of? And it might not even be something that you've done. It could be whatever. What are you most proud of? The the film I was most proud of behind the scenes was Dolomite. That was the funnest movie I've ever done. And it was my proudest moment where I was able to um, hire my peers and my friends and up mm. and a and it, we, it was a lot of African-American people on that film. And I was very proud of the work we did and the team that we, we, because we just did our job and we had a great time and we were shortlisted. We had no idea that was wow. even possible. Yeah, we don't do our work thinking, oh, this could be Is this possibly, gonna happen? yeah. <laughs> we just put our best foot forward. And I, I agree with Carla, like, that is one of the films that I'm most proud of and more than proud of. I just, it it's so memorable. I had so much fun on that film. You know, the looks that we recreated, the, the vibes that we had, the energy that was there, like, you know, that summer, like, it's just a milestone for so many things, you know? And there was no pandemic. Like, remember yeah. before the pandemic? Remember you know? before the pandemic? <laughs> yeah, and coming to America, too. Same thing for me. Like, those are some of my proud moments. And with Carla. <laughs> like, we're making... You guys, I don't know. We got to keep this thing going. <laughs> keep it going. You guys, you know I have to ask. What's it like working with Eddie Murphy? <laughs> um, I've been working with him since I was 18. Uh, yeah, literally. So, you know, he, it's like family. He's my boss, but it's like family, uh, very dedicated to his crew. He knows what he wants. And if you know what he wants and know what you're doing and do what you're supposed to, it's a wonderful experience. I've never had a bad experience with him. Mm. He's very intriguing and interesting. He's an intellectual. He's not much like people would expect, 
Like they expect him to be, you know, over the top and telling jokes all the time. That's and he's his so on stage nice. personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so smooth and cool. And it's just been an honor to be have been able to work for him for so many, so many years. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. Carla, any thoughts? Um, I, you know, I just show up and do my job. And as long as <laughs> his camp keeps calling me, I'm happy. You know, hey. he's a gentleman. You know, okay. and whenever you work with Eddie, he's a gentleman. He's a gentle giant. That's how I describe him. He's just mm-hmm. a gentleman. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that, you guys. All right. We're coming towards the end of our session. I'm so, so, so happy I got to speak with the both of you. How can people stalk the crap out of you both? Where can they <laughs> uh, find you? Do you have Instagram? <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. My uh, handle is Stacy Cuts Live, K U T Z, Stacy Cuts Live. And it's the same on Facebook and on uh, IG and Twitter. So it's easy to remember. Stacy Cuts Live on all mm-hmm. of the things. And what all about you, Carla? I'm, I'm like, Stacy is the one who's out there. I'm the little old lady from Pasadena kind of <laughs> Instagram person. So my account is private, but I accept people, especially hair people on. It's Farmer Carla. Very easy. Oh, I love Or you can just stalk her work. (laughs) Back in the day, back in the day before we had social media, I hear these stories all the time. I used to watch the credits and read your name and I knew your whole career and blah, 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 blah. That still works too. But (laughs) I did that that for the I was like that for the people who are now my mentors. Exactly. Like Earl Kent, right. Rest in Peace, um, Ken Walker and mm-hmm. Leonard Drake and Julia Walker. Yeah. You know, these are these are my the people I look up to. Yeah. I love that. Always giving back, paying it forward. And now you guys are the ones trailblazing. You guys, Stacy Morris and Carla Farmer, thank you for joining me on Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Such an honor. Thank you for having us. We had fun. And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you (laughs) shout out to wilton music for producing my theme song love cod shout out to colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes and shout out to you for listening y'all my heart is so big and i feel so grateful (laughs) thank you for listening to black hair in the big leagues i'm your host salisha thomas see you next week Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org, because only together we rise. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.